I am Justin Lesko, former pro MMA fighter and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt. This weekend, we were treated to or forced to watch, depending on who you ask, the latest Who's Number One event on Flow Grappling. Craig Jones lost a very boring match to Pedro Mourinho. Ty Rotolo hit a very nice knee bar slash heel hook hybrid to become the Who's Number One welterweight champion. Elder Cruz beat Nicky Rod in also a very boring match. And Mikey Musumeci defended his bantamweight title versus Estevan Martinez. But that's not really the point of this episode because anytime there is a jiu-jitsu event on Flow Grappling, if you look on social media and more specifically Reddit, there are people complaining about Flow Grappling. After the Who's Number One event this past weekend, if you looked at the BJJ subreddit, there were five different posts where people were slash are upset with Flow. And you could add a lot more to that number if you looked at the live discussion thread for the event. From commentary to stream quality to the cost, people seem to have a lot of complaints. So I wanted to look at them and see what's going on and why some people really hate flow grappling. I think the number one most common complaint people have with Flow is the price. An annual subscription to Flow Grappling is $149.99 per year, which works out to be about $12.50 a month if you look at it that way. They do have a lot of content and they are also the hosts for ADCC, who's number one, IBJJF events, and Fight to Win. The question is, I guess, how much jujitsu are you going to watch? If you're not going to watch at least one or two events each month, it probably doesn't seem to be cost effective. I watch everything I can get my hands on, so I'm okay with it, but, and this is not a slight to fight to win. I love their events and I love competing for them, but most people aren't tuning in just to watch local level guys compete and one or two high level matches at fight to win every weekend. So the amount of super high profile matches that are on flow is probably too low for some to justify the cost. What I do know makes some people upset is that it's all or nothing with Flow. You're either in for a year subscription or you are completely out. You can't just pay for one month. You can't just pay for one event. If there is an event you're super excited to watch, well, you have to pay for the whole year. If you have teammates competing at IBJJF Worlds and you wanna watch their matches live, that will be $140.99, please. It's not the best. Outside of cost, the number two complaint that you will see every single event, people will be complaining and commenting and posting about how bad the stream quality is, that it's jumpy or cutting in and out or the picture quality is grainy. I don't have a dog in this fight because I have never had this issue. I have watched on my phone, on my TV, on a computer, on an iPad. I've never had stream issues, so I can't back up the flow haters on this one. I'm sorry. Not just the stream though, but a big part of the broadcast that people really don't like is the commentary. I don't think that it's people who think the commentators are not knowledgeable. I think it's that people find the style annoying. What I like about the UFC commentary, and it doesn't matter which specific commentators it is, Joe Rogan or DC or Michael Bisping, whoever, it's more so the approach I'm talking about. It's supposed to be unbiased. And yes, there have been plenty of complaints about DC and Rogan having big time outward biases. 
but the approach is supposed to be neutral. With flow events, there are times where the commentators will come right out and tell you who they think is going to win, and they sometimes stop just short of telling you who they want to win. It just doesn't feel right for someone who is supposed to be doing commentary to have such a bias. A commentary complaint that we saw this past event in both the Craig Jones vs. Marino match and the Nicky Rod vs. Cruz match it was like watching paint dry. The matches were so dull and the commentators are acting like it's a barn burner, like it's a dogfight. I understand the commentary team is there to make the event more exciting and improve the overall viewer experience, but it is super obvious and fake when they are pretending like we're not all watching the same match. Flo needs to use Jay Regalbuto more. He's the only one who doesn't do the things I just said, but he's not on a lot of the events. Uh, he should be. Please Flo, bring back Smash Pass Jay. Also, Coyotera's analysis at the last who's number one was really, really good, and I hope we see more of him doing commentary. People also complain all the time that because these events are on flow and behind a paywall that it means competitors don't get the exposure they deserve, which limits the growth of the sport overall. I would like to remind you that the UFC is currently behind two paywalls, and you have to pay for ESPN Plus in order to be able to pay for the UFC events, and that the UFC grew completely on pay-per-view, which is also a paywall. The counter-argument to the counter-argument I just said would be that the UFC does free content like The Ultimate Fighter and Fight Nights. My response to the counter-argument of that counter-argument would be that Flow also puts free stuff on YouTube, and even the UFC Fight Nights are behind the ESPN Plus paywall now. And right now, Flow Grappling's Instagram has 692,000 followers. They were posting highlights from the event that were getting hundreds of thousands of views. To be fair, the UFC Fight Pass Instagram has 1.1 million followers, so round about double. But the UFC is the UFC, and grappling is grappling. I think it's unfair to say that people competing on Flow events aren't getting exposure, and I say that as someone who has competed for events that have been on Flow and I'm still mad they didn't post my highlights from my matches. If bitter me can say that, then I think we can all agree competitors do get a push from Flow Grappling. However, I do agree that Flow doesn't promote their events enough. And I can already hear you typing, how can you say they push the fighters when they're not pushing the fights? I think post-match, I think when the match happens, exposure happens because they're sharing content from those matches featuring those fighters, but they're not bringing in new viewers the way they could because they're not promoting the events. Seth Daniels from Fight to Win was calling out Flow a few months ago because Flow wasn't promoting his events and all of his events are exclusive to Flow Grappling. This most recent card had some big names on it like Craig Jones, Mikey Musumeci, Tyra Tolo, Nikki Rod. It wasn't until like the day before they said, oh hey yeah, by the way, you should probably watch this. I forgot that it was happening, and this is my job. I'm never going to advocate for more commercials, but maybe do a little bit more to hype these cards before they happen. As much as people dislike flow, I really don't know what the alternative is. People will say the biggest events should be on Fight Pass, and they say there should be a mass exodus from flow and just stop paying for it, and everyone should just watch other streams. Unfortunately for people who are anti-flow, Flow grappling is just too big for someone else to take over as it stands right now. 
if you want to watch the biggest events it's gonna cost money no matter who your streaming service is and flow has a deep deep library of content and matches that you can't get other places right now Fight Pass is great for Submission Underground and the Fury Championship events, but their library compared to Flow's for pure grappling, it's just not close. Right now, the biggest names in Jiu-Jitsu are more frequently competing on Flow Grappling than on any other stage or platform, and obviously there's a reason for that. If Gordon Ryan and Craig Jones, the Rotolos, Mikey Musumeci, the Daisy Fresh guys, and every other top grappler in the world likes competing there, I don't think Flow is going away anytime soon. Like it or not, Flow is the number one player in the game right now. Are there things about Flow I would change and things I would like to see them do better? Absolutely. Do I think they are the best we could ever hope to get in terms of jujitsu broadcasting? Not by a long shot. We are sort of stuck where if there are things we don't like, the alternatives aren't great. But I'm sure someone out there can one day take the crown from Flow, and I won't be super upset if you do. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy this episode, please do us a huge favor and leave a review on whatever app you use to listen. I, I know Spotify is weird and it doesn't let you leave reviews, but as long as you're subscribed there, you are doing your part to help the show grow and we appreciate it. I just want to give you a heads up that if you're not also subscribed to the YouTube page, you are missing out and especially missing out this week. YouTube has a lot of things that you don't get just on this feed like technique breakdowns and match highlights, things that really need a, a visual component. And this week I have five more things that are going to get posted and only one more thing after today that's going to be audio only. So there's a lot of content you don't want to miss if you're not checking out the YouTube. Like I said, that link is below, so smash the link. Check it out. Make sure you're subscribed. Thank you again for listening, and I will see you all in the next one.